Welcome everyone to daily 
podcast Meditation and Wisdom for Meaningful Living. I'm Rose. I'm a um, meditation facilitator and coordinator at the Meditation Center of Chicago. And today um, we are here together with Longki Pasura, who has been traveling to 90 countries around the world to help people to connect with their true self. And also he led us in our full moon meditation at the Meditation Center of Chicago that all of you have attended before. Welcome everyone and welcome Lumpi Pasaraka. Hey, good evening folks, how are you doing? So today we're gonna be sharing with the part of the meditation and uh, at the end we're gonna be talking about the topics of perception vis-a-vis -vis reality. Well, actually, the reason that I picked this one because it has the direct influence on our something that called willpower. Nowadays, and especially in this situation, we need a lot of willpower. Since the current situation that a lot of people are worried about, how their living will be, how would they deal with the daily business, what the, the risk assessment that they are taking in each day, and what will happen in the aftermath where a lot of people are talking about so-called new normal, the new normal way of life after a major change event that happening in the world right now. So no matter what is happening, we develop, we need to develop our willpower in order to go through all these obstacles, these problems that keep hitting on us. So the big question would be, where do we get willpower? Power coming from generator. We can't expect power to be, be given to us all the time. We learn, we need to learn how to develop that view power within ourselves. So for that, meditation is one of the main key to develop willpower. Imagine how that you make your body become stronger. You can become stronger by lying on a couch, watching TV and eating chips all day, right? In order for you to be stronger, you got to get out you have to get up, you have to work out, you have to exercise, you have to put an effort into it. You can't expect to lie down, lying on the couch, watching TV, eating chips and become Michael Jordan. It doesn't work that way. It takes years of training, it takes uh, at putting in an effort in order to make it work to, to exercise, to put your energy out there in order to let it transform to be real power. And the more that we are working on it, the more power we generate, the more power we accumulate. So the same goes with the willpower as well. But the difference is that willpower doesn't come from exercising the mind with a lot of action. It's on the other way around. It's the moment that we allow the mind to be inactive. Because only when we learn to silence our mind, the essence of truth can be heard. So normally our mind is way too busy. We get too distracted and all of these external stimulation, external factors that we are uh, focusing on keep demoralizing our mind, discouraging ourselves from having better hope, ambitions. So when we are able to clear our mind from all, silent our mind from all these external factors, we can only see what we really, really want, what our passion are, what will be our method. So it allows us to develop the sense of real power. And that's why Whenever we practice the path of the meditation, and especially when we do it regularly, it gives us that 
clarity to see different sides of the story. And with that, we develop willpower. So that's why willpower is something that we can always generate. And when we have a lot of power, it means that we have more than enough power to share with everybody around us. Imagine if we want to do something. It's not about we doing this by ourselves. It's about we doing this with other people. We having our team, our colleagues, co-workers. And in order to make something work, it requires this team working. But if you are leader of the team, the leader can only make it work if you have a lot of power that can motivate, can share, can support, can encourage people around you. But how can you get that real power? So that is actually the key point. Whenever we are on that position, it's about stay on top of the game. It's about how to keep motivating ourselves so that we can have enough energy to motivate others. So these moments of clarity allow us to really reset our mind, reset our perspective to really boost up that real power so that we can really set the tone for everybody else around us and we can moving forward in that direction. So that's why meditation is a mental exercise. I have mentioned a lot of times when people, you know, started to think about meditation, different concepts, it's about spiritual development, is to religious practice. And I, I talk about this all the time, that meditation is this process of mental development, a mental exercise. And it will bring the mind to the part it stands still, peaceful, and focused. You see, it is three nature. Standing still means it's no longer distracted. It's no longer attached to our past, our future, our problems, our worry. It's standing still, observing. It's like being in the eye of the storm, where you can see everything that's happening around it. So that's the first part. When it's standing still and no longer interact or no longer attached and growing impatient over things around us, it becomes peaceful. It becomes calm. It starts to be in control again instead of being dragged in different directions based on whatever we attach with. And then it allows us to be more focused on things that we want to. So when our mind gets too distracted, we cannot really choose what to focus on. But when it started to be still, calm, peaceful, then our focus can be channeled to wherever it needs to be. And that's when we can channel it to, let's say, cause of the problem, solution, and different other things that we want to focus on. And that brings up the power because we can put all our intensive mind, intensive mind power into just one thing. And that's when we make it work. So that is actually what meditation really is all about. So as is mental exercise, every exercise requires simple thing. Number one, consistency. You can't expect to be Michael Jordan if you just you know, shoot a hoop once in a, in a month <laughs> and expect to, to grow up and be Michael Jordan. It takes hours and hours of shooting the same balls again from the same spot again and again and again, doing the same move again and again and again in order to get better at it, in order to develop muscle memories, in order to develop this instinct, that, that spontaneous reaction and to become a habit, to become characters. So meditation is the same thing. It's about consistency of development, that we keep doing it again and again and again, at least even though we are not meditating to deepen our meditation for spiritual gain, but at least to sustain that mental clarity that we can use it in order to 
see different things in our life. So that's actually what risk is. Very good. Meditation is mastering ability of choice. That's correct. And that's what I'm trying to explain about shelling our focus. Because that when we can choose to, to interact with anything. Like you asked about making choices. Making choices is a big deal because we are worried about consequences of the choices. And reality is that we can't control every little thing. We keep making small choices into bigger choice and there are all more choices that we have to make all the time. But at least at the moment, when we are be able to focus our mind into one thing at a time, one problem at a time, we don't get too distracted. And we can study to make choices that relate to the particular choices and questions and a problem. So it doesn't get around and mess up. So meditation allows us to develop these so-called soft skills that we can really use in order to improve our physical well-being, our social life, our financial status, and you know, a career development, it starts from the mind. I talk to people all the time that, imagine when you buy the smartphone. After you buy a smartphone, what do you do? You download different applications, right? Of course, and put some illegal music in it a little bit. That's what we do. So that's what actually people do when they go to school. They download the information into their life themselves and thinking to make it work. But depends on the phone. You know, if your phone doesn't have proper operation system, no matter how many applications you got, it wouldn't be effective. It wouldn't work out so much. So when we are able to upgrade that operation system, applications can work a lot better. For me, the, that operating system is our own mind. When we are able to develop our own mind, it makes us become more compatible with all these knowledge, skills that we have all around us. And nowadays, it's abundant. We go on the internet, there are abundant things to learn. So when we are able to capture it, we are able to use it more efficiently, and that gives us the edge. So these are things that begin with our own mind. We tend to think about how to obtain it externally. A lot of time we focus to keep the balance between internal and external matters. So let's begin that part of internal development through the practice of meditation. And as I mentioned that meditation in terms of technical practice is about keeping the mind standstill. We don't try to force the mind to be still. We simply get rid of distraction, external matters one by one. So whenever we started to see thoughts arising uh, or being distracted, pause, drop it, detach, bring it back. Pause, bring it back. Keep doing that until we're coming back to our center space again and again and again. Until finally the mind no longer follow anything around us. So this station we're going to simply do exactly just that. Be an observer at our center space. Okay, so without any further ado, and we can catch up on the talk after the part of the meditation. So this part of meditation, let us start by adjusting our sitting posture. Oh, sorry, stretching your body a bit. Stretch your neck, your shoulders, your arms, your legs. <clears throat> Make yourself feel more comfortable.
now that your body is more comfortable after stretching, and adjusting your body, adjusting the sitting posture, adjusting from your legs, there's both of your hands in your lap. Breathe deeply a few times. As you're inhaling, let the air flow, passing our nostrils all the way down to the very end of our breath. Feeling the way our breath turns into warm out-breath and let it slowly coming all the way out. Let's breathe again. Inhale so deeply, filling our back, slowly stretching up with our chest expand. And exhale while letting the whole body settle in our relaxed and comfortable posture. Let's inhale again. Take it so deeply. And exhale. Allowing both of the shoulders to rest and drop naturally. Feeling the eyes close so softly in the way that there is no tension at corners of the eyes of the eyebrows. Feeling relaxation around the eyes spread throughout the face and the entire body. Relaxing every muscle. During this part of relaxation, our attention slowly returns to be in the present moment with ourselves. So let us bring our attention to relax every muscle. Beginning from the top of our head and bring it down to the forehead. Relax out of the eyes, nose, cheek. Gently move the attention to relax the muscle at the back of the head and down to the neck. Relax down to both of the shoulders. Run and all the way to the tips of the fingers. Feeling that relaxation, flush our tension away from both of the arms, 
Move it to relax the chest down to the abdomen. All the way to both of the legs. Feet. All the way to the toes. Let the entire body be so relaxed. Just like when we are on a vacation by the lake, gazing upon the sunset at the horizon. In the moment where we no longer care about what's going on in the world, just this very moment to be in peace, to be at ease. So relax the face, shoulders, hands, and the entire body. Even though we may be comfortable at the moment, later when comfort is gone, we can readjust and begin at any time. Comfort will keep our minds standstill. It's like an anchor keeping our minds grounded at the center space. So please take the time to make the entire body so comfortable. If we are distracted by thoughts or our surroundings or the ambient, we simply bring the attention back to be with our comfort again and again. Eventually, our mind no longer moves around and standing still with ourselves. Let us free the mind from any frustration, irritation, any worries, problems that we may have kept suppressed deep inside. 
let it all out, let it all go, free the mind from any remaining thoughts, problems, or any other negativity. Whatever appears, let them out, let them go. Free the mind from these negativities. That's how we silence our own mind so that the absence of knowledge and appear and be heard. Start by drain our mind from all disturbing. Let it all out. Let them all go. Feeling, observing the surrounding, feeling the zone, encircle yourself, feeling that we are right here in the middle of the zone. Let us stay. Encircle our being, expand all the way to the horizon. Here is our spot, our sea, our ground. where we will be. From here, in the middle of the space, he sees everything. He can observe anything that passes by. He bows the need to interact with them, judge them, or analyze any of them. He let them pass, let them be. Right here, we are in our space, in the zone. Feeling it expand to the very end of the horizon. With our mind, feel so free, light and spacious.
Let us bring it back home, back to the center space, within the body. The center space, in the middle of the abdomen. That's where we bring our mind back home again. Let's sit there so gently and comfortably. Here at the center stage. of ourselves from this ground zero we can observe everything around Let our mind be in the center space. Place the attention there so gently until we can feel that sensation of soft. from deep inside. As if the mind falls and rests upon a very cozy cushion so tenderly Observe everything around without any action. We choose to let things be. Let things go for a while. Let it go. Let it go. Our mind is so still here. this part. 
five feelings. Visualizing. In warm, bright sun. Just like the sun is shining in the sky. Let it rise up within yourself. Let the shining bright sun represent our mind. Wherever it stays, that's where our mind will be. Be that sun. Radiating some light in all directions. Feel the sun radiating bright. Let it be surprised. Continue doing nothing and be in the middle of the sun. At the center of the zone. Eliminating the zone and separate ourselves. 
let it continue to Everything comes in complete stillness, motionless, no movement. The mind standing still. into the sun, into the light of So bright that it can share without the Let the zone enlarge. Let 
at the center. It grows this pure energy is overflowing and expands all around to the horizon. land is so warm as it's radiating it's bringing our positive intention for all people regardless of what they are to be happy and free from sadness and sorrow. Let it all out. Let it all go. The light shine. Let us share this energy and feel the zone with this The spring of peace and nature and love it flows everywhere so long. Our 
Feeling the air reaching deep down and exhale. Breathe again. Take it so deep and long. Feeling the air reaching out to every part of the body and exhale. And now that we are feeling more comfortable, so please stretch your neck by rotating it a bit, left to right. Stretch your hands and your arms, your shoulders. And whenever you are ready and comfortable, then open your eyes and breathe a few times. All right, so that concludes the path of meditation. And as I mentioned, the beginning is about trying to find the zone. That's to be in that space where we are able to keep our mind at the center, space where we can observe everything around. From, from that, we learn to harness that attention to shift the focus to pick where it needs to be. And from there, we can start to see things in different directions. And that moves us to the second part of today that we're gonna be covering the state of things that we call perception versus reality. So today I like Rose to help me with the presentation. So bring it up. Can you see it, huh? Uh -huh. The second slide, please. <clears throat> okay. 
these images, I wanted to project to you two things between clear mind and clouded mind that can be compared with water. See that when the water is clear, everything can be seen easily. And when water is clouded, like in the water that's so murky, we can't see what's hidden underneath. We don't see what's inside. We have this capability that in the knowledge, a lot of things that we have been accumulated, skills, uh, even instincts, our wisdom is a manifested within ourselves. But when the water of the mind is way too murky, we can't see what's within. We gotta have to bring it back to that clear, wa clear water again. So everything can be seen easily. So next slide, please. And when it become clear, it works just like that. It can be like magnifying lens. You see that if you have a glass of water and you put an object behind it, everything is seen in the bigger state. So when the mind is becoming clear, it works like a magnifying lens. So imagine if we have clear mind and we shift our attention and focus to projecting on problems or to situations that we have, circumstances that are arising at the moment, it means that we can see details of the problem in bigger scale. And that means we are able to, 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 to come up with better solutions, the way that we to resolve those, those questions. Next, please. And that's, as a result, when the mind is clear, we can make better decisions. We make decisions that create more positive consequences, something that make us more happy, make us more peaceful, because when we started to see what the cause of action would be with our minds so clear, we can start to understand the consequences of it easier. And that's why we choose things that become more productive. For example, when the mind is murky with our anger, it means that we choose, and we covered this last time, is we choose something that's destructive. We choose to destroy, we choose to hurt others because we care so much about what's happened at the moment without seeing what's happened in the future. But when we are able to reduce the mental impurity that clouded the mind become clear again, we started to see this, this situation in different angles, meaning that we noticed that if we engage in with anger, it started to bring up a lot of negative consequences. So that's what's going on with the mind is becoming clear. So next please. And as today, we're talking about perception. Perception is interpretation of our perceived reality. It means that whatever we see will be perceived through our feelings and emotions. It's transformed the way we see reality. Whatever we see on the outside, our interpretation will be different. For example, if you go out of your house right now when it's snowing, it's cold. We don't perceive it just snow. You perceive with feelings whether you like it, you don't like it, you feel happy, you feel joy, you feel many things because those are perception, is the interpretation of your perceived reality. And it stirs up emotions as well. Sometimes it can stir up crave, desire, uh, anger. Many other things can be stirred up after our, inter our perception, our, after we perceive that reality. So that's what perception is like, meaning it is the transformation of our reality. So it's different from the reality itself. Now, the hard part will be the next slide. Because we have body and our mind, 
but it composed of those things we call about our own mind, and this is where the connection is. In the part of the body, we have something that called sensation. Sensation is our external senses. So the next slide, please, please. This is our sensation. Everything that comes into contact with our external senses is sensation, and it's sending signal to the mind. The mind has the first part called perception, where it perceives these signals. So let's say we see the image, we see the birds, we see the tree, it's just an image, it will be senses. But when it's connected to our mind, we started to perceive it. So, next slide please. And then it moves up to this process from perception into memory. We record every data, every details that we perceive. And it goes through the process of cognition when we put in different thoughts, ideas, uh, imagination, feelings, and then we cook it and become our knowing or understanding of realization of whatever is going on on the outside. And from that, it becomes our reaction. Now, imagine this. Our mind is like a chef that cooking. The chef will cook everything from whatever ingredients they got, right? You know, like they got the lettuce, they got uh, onions, they got meat here to put the cooking together. But then it comes to cognition. That is when the chef is starting to really cook and add spices into it, you know, like chili and jalapenos and make the whole thing become spicier. So when it comes out to understanding, it transforms from just pure lettuce into a very spicy steak. So that's how the process of the mind looks like. And from that, it becomes reaction into thoughts. Now we started to think from whatever we perceive, become our words and become our action. So that's how our creation would be like based on whatever we perceive from, from reality. The hard part would be, we also have this mental virus that we call defilements. It's contaminated our, contaminated our mind. It can come in different forms, whether craving, desire, anger, hatred, jealousy, ego. We have these things manifesting in our mind all the time. So when we look at certain things, like for example, when you look at your friend's Facebook page, you don't just look at it with, just slow down, <laughs> don't move it yet. When you look at your, fr your, face, your friend's Facebook page, you don't just look at what's going on. You look and you started to go look at it with jealousy, for example. Wow, I wish I could go to that place. They got this new car, it looks so amazing. So it doesn't just work that way. When you look at the thing, this is our perception. You perceive mixing with this thing. So next slide. Because that's how I make comparison between consciousness and defilement, like ink and water. So our mind is like clear water, as I explained. But what we have is mental virus that work like ink. When we put different colors of ink in the water and we store it up all the time, the ink will transform the clarity of the water into different colors. And when we transform to different colors, when we use that water to see everything, it based on what we see differently. For example, if you wear a pair of glasses, then the lens are blue. When you look at the world, what the colors of the world that you see? in blue, right? It's not mm -hmm. reality. If the lens are green, you see everything in green, not reality. Now, after you perceive the green world, your reaction will be reacting to the green world, not the world of reality. Because it depends on your perceive. But if that blue color is anger, it means that you will perceive the world already in blue color. 
which means our reaction will be based on the blue color or our anger that we perceive to the world. And that's how this ink really transforms our consciousness into something else. As a result of that, when we use this, for example, we see problems. If the thing is our worry, we perceive through our worry, it means that we're reacting based on our worry. Our judgment will be different. We don't have enough courage. We lose our morals in order to, to, to take that step of making solution. So that's how the ink and the water really work like our own mind. So next slide, please. That's why normally we trying to make another comparison that's a person wearing a, a, a pair of glasses, whether it's color lens or muddy. So if the lens are color are muddy, you can't see behind, you can't see everything, right? You don't have enough knowledge. When the lens is colored, you see that one on top right, it's pink. Even reality is very dark, but because it's grow pink, it changed the way you perceive. It's not a real image. So next, please. That's why clarity is power. It allows you to really see things differently, which means that we can develop better solution, better response. And that's the part of meditation is all about. Meditation is a process that allows the mind to clear the perception. So that's when the perception becoming like that clear pair of glasses, lens again, we can choose to look at in different directions. I think everybody is very familiar with this ease of fable that there was a dog having, uh, it was a lucky day when the dog got a piece of steak, you know, could steal it. The dog stole it from the shop, got a big piece of meat in his mouth, really happy. So the dog was walking back to find a nice spot to eat the steak. As it's walking past by, there was a little stream. And on the stream, there was a, a, a food planting. So the, the dog was walking past in the, over, the, over the plant, on, over the stream. So while walking on it, the dog looked into the water and see the reflection. But the dog thought it was another dog with a bigger piece of meat. Mm. Because the reflection looks bigger. So the dog saw that and started to think, wow, that's another dog. And that piece of meat is a lot bigger than what I got. So what the dog did was that to let go that piece of meat and jump into the water in order to take that piece of meat from the, its own reflection, so they end up losing both of the both of uh, end up losing the stay or losing the meat. So that's what our perception look like. It's not our reality. It's just the way we perceive it, and it's set up our emotion, uh, imaginations. It's create reaction. So just like the dog, everything we perceive doesn't based on what is really happening. It's how to be interpreted. So when we started to pause, clear our perception. We really turn to understand, like the dogs, to understand that that's not reality, it's just my own reflection. I am happy with what I got already, and it's my lucky day. So next slide, please. And that's why whether it's about peace or pain, it's up to us to make that channel of focus. Let's say if you're going on top of the mountain, walking up the mountain, hiking, it's matter whether you focus on 
the top of the mountain is so high or focusing on one step at a time. These are two different things. If you're focusing on one step at a time, it doesn't take a lot. Just one little step climbing up there. And it takes time, but finally you get there. But when you're just starting to focus so much on the summit, that it's so high, it's so hard, it's so tough, and finally it, it started to demoralize yourself. So the same thing in our life. We can choose to focus on peace or focus on pain. So everything can have the same the two stories in one in one place. Is the way we look at the same different channel. Better peace or pain is all up to us. So next please. And that's why reaction so different from response. Last time I was trying to explain about reacting and responding. Mm -hmm. React is when we perceive something and immediately we fire it back. Why responding is the time that we take to make a reflection of what's going on and to deliver our response in a very logical and reasonable way. Reaction based on feelings and emotion, while response based on logic and reason. So that's uh, the major differences. So next slide, please. So look at the situation. On the first one, that's reaction. Someone says or does something that offends you, you fire back, the situation escalates. By responding when someone says something offended you, you give an answer, kairos, apology, invitations to, to resolve this without drama, then the situation is calm. In order to do that, we have to be in control of our mind to see that this is just a person who may have understood me instead of firing me back with the anger that I got immediately. So reaction and response work in different ways, which also deliver different types of results. Now, the key is that when the mind becomes clearer, we are able to see reality. And with that reality, we can respond to it without basing on our emotions and become just this reaction of, of reaction. So the last slide would be how. Three simple steps. Three simple steps. The first one, whenever everything started to get really fed up, really exhausted, everything is kind of heating up, pause. Pause first. The same way what we did today in our meditation, why we pause and return to be at the center space where we can observe it. Because that's when we are able to reset our mindset. So we can reset it. Reset our emotion, reset our mindset to bring it back here again. So how to do reset it? If we have a benchmark, that is easier to reset where it is. Now that you meditate, you still remember the feeling of after the meditation when you're feeling calm and peaceful, right? Or at least uh, after you get up from a very good night's sleep, can you still you remember that feeling? Mm -hmm. So pause and reset yourself to that feeling. And that is your zero. When you started to reset to that, you notice that this is when the mind is clear. And from that, what should, how should I respond? Come up with your response. Because if you do this first to pause and reset, because it's to have this mental clarity, then our perception transforms to reality. And then it becomes response instead of reaction. And in that way, we can really get to the better solution to deal with different problems in our life. So these are three simple steps that I hope that can be very helpful to 
to differentiate between perception and reality, and hope that it will be uh, useful for you to use it in to deal with different things. Yeah, um, I learned a lot. Oh, there's a question. Mm -hmm. So are there different level of reality? And if yes, how can we distinguish? To be honest, there's only one level of reality, but there's a different level of perceptions. The cloud of the mind, imagine, you know, if the mind is muddy or just color lens is different. If it's very muddy, nothing can be seen through at all. If just color, the water is clear, but it's still color lens. So it's not crystal clear. So it's transformed. You can see something, but not enough to be the whole picture. So reality, there's only one. Whatever is going on is only one reality, but the perception can be many levels. So how to distinguish this? Basically as simple as the clearer the mind is, the clearer you see the reality. So that's why whenever you started to notice what is the benchmark or your ground zero. So that is your mental clarity at the starting point. When, and of course, throughout the day, it keeps shifting and changing. You know, we grow uh, impatience here. We get irritated there. We frustrated over this person. It keeps growing and it keeps mixing up and keep accumulating all the time. So when we are resetting it, it brings it back. We started to base on reality again. Of course, it's going to climb up to somewhere else, but at least we keep doing resetting very often. And that reality started to come back to be just one. So we can reduce that different levels of of perceptions into just one reality. And we actually have one more question. Uh, how to make the mind clear under unemployment situation? Well, this is very tricky issues because when people are threatening with the you know survival, it's actually a very hard factor for people to really get by. So what usually happens when we get unemployed is that we worry about many things, our future, our families, how to make a living. We worry about different things. Eventually, first of all, embrace a situation. Embracing the situation. This is what's going on with me right now. It's serious, yes. It's threatening, yes. Is it doable? Can I do something about it? Yes. So after you started to embracing reality, this is what's going on with me. Pause. Right now. What is, what do I have within my capability, within my control to do? And from that, you started to look for different opportunities. Every crisis gives loss an opportunity. So we can choose to look at what we have lost or what as an opportunity that we can gain. So we started to, to, to look for different things. There are a lot of people during the employment, you know, back in Thailand during the economic, last economic crisis. There were a lot of people who have been through these many situations and transformed themselves. Uh, there was another story of the very famous uh, real estate in Thailand. He was actually one of the biggest uh, real, real estate business in, businessmen in Thailand. And 
since the problem in Thailand is that the uh, the currency evaluate almost threefold. It used to be one dollar for twenty five baht. Within only a few nights, a few days, it tripled. So it's become sixty baht for one U.S. dollar. So in, and he has many loans from in U.S. dollar. So which means that suddenly in in three days he got triple amount of his debt, which means he couldn't pay them off. He was extremely worried. So when he was worried, what did he do? He was worried. He didn't know what to do. He was told to meditate. I didn't believe it. It was like actually he didn't. He was he didn't he didn't meditate. He was told that okay after meditation I will talk to you about the solution. It wasn't me, but the other my master. So he did, and the next day. My master said the same thing again, again, again. So after a week, he couldn't really have any consultant with the master, but at least he felt more comfortable. When he met the real creditor, they were asking us, "You owe us a lot of money. What? Why are you smiling?" He was simply saying to this this banker, this creditor, that your money is with me. You should be worried, not me. You see that in the very same situation, he started to change the mindset. Instead of worry about how much he can pay the debt, he started to focus on what do we, have, what does he have within his ability. So he started to see, oh, he has a lot of projects that are already finished. He transformed the debt. He sold it in different price. He has uh, they get something similar to Home Depot in the U.S. They call Home Pro. So it's a hardware store, biggest chain in Thailand. So. He make it renovation of the projects to make it more, uh, more to to make it more like one stop service. So provided more so instead of selling it cheap, it's still a regular price, but much more convenient, and it it gives a lot of profit at the end. So that's actually how he started to focus. But it has to come back from that mental clarity and stop worry about the problem that's going on first. So that he started to look at what is his capability. So during this time of the in Thailand as well, there was a lot of people who have many restaurants and started to transform it to delivery, started to uh, dial scales into something that can be uh, buy and you know, take home kind of kind of service. So it's about how to keep adapting to this situation. But if you worry about it so much, we can't deal with it. The first thing first, the same three steps that you do: pause, reset. And respond. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. I think um very good um answer. I think it's uh also clear for for some people. But I know yes, of course it's it difficult. It's a difficult situation. And, uh, yeah. I just have a friend too that really have that kind of problems and try to just find out like what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? But at the end, after so many pause, so many meditation session, <laughs> the the answer like came on its own, and he just realized, and that is like actually like the best way to respond. And then when we look back, it's like, why did we worry about it? Because at the end, after the meditation and so many good options actually show up. Yes, I mean it takes times and it takes uh practice to really see how how meditation can can really help. Um, but one last question: This is actually come from uh, our members, people who've been practicing meditation for a long time, every day and two hour per day. 
what happened is that um, during meditation, when we start off, it's so nice, so good. The body becomes soft, light, and didn't want to open the eyes at all. It's so good. But until the certain point, um, that person start to fall asleep. And he got a um, a recommendation. Uh, no, not, not a recommendation. Someone just said that, oh, yes, you fall asleep because now the relaxation is more than the awareness. The problem is that that's been a thing and up until now, like that person still find the way. So what is the solution? Because the only solution that he got is like, you just have to be more relaxed, have, bring more relaxation, like up a little bit. I understand, I understand, I understand. Well, what he got was correct in terms of theory that it's about keeping the balance between awareness and comfort. So what what he was do, what that person was doing at the beginning was trying to keep the balance and it was good. So that it give, deliver a good experience that he explained. But at a certain point, because he started to that person started to get lost in the experience because it's very comfortable. Mm -hmm. So at a certain point, the maintenance of the awareness becoming less and less. So mm -hmm. which means it's about bringing up a notch. So the first thing first, if it's already dropping to sleeping, the first thing is to slightly open the eye, just mm -hmm. a little, enough for the light to come in, in order to increase the awareness. And then afterward, started to apply the techniques instead of simply just observing. It could be a gentle uh, recollections like uh, the mantras, or uh, visualizing an object. So something that increase the, the awareness up a notch, but mm -hmm. starting from opening up the eyes. Because if the eyes completely close, then there will be something that allow us to losing, we become more relaxed. Mm -hmm. It's true that when it comes to practice meditation, at certain point, when we started to withdraw from sensation, it gets really comfortable. And you can get lost in the moment. That's what's going is about getting lost in the moment. Mm -hmm. So it's about how to bring it back to right balance again. So we're coming back to be more aware of our sensation or the body by opening the eyes just a little. And then when we started to use, apply the techniques for a bit, a bit, then we can regulate that amount of balance. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Huh? Uh -huh. So hope um, that person is listening right now. Um, hopefully you are listening so you get the answer. Um, but if not, yes, we talk about that again in, in our class. And yes, um, now it's come to an end of our daily pause your um, clarity is power and in order to get your natural clarity with you is by starting to meditate daily with us with um, daily pause and Lumpi Pasura will be with us again on Thursday. So if you like to come and meditate and learn from Lumpi Pasura, um, yes, come again on Thursday. But if you like to do it every day, tomorrow the topic is adjusting to the new normal. So still um, the adjusting to the new normal series for this week. So just come prepare yourself because in here in Chicago, uh, well, we will start to to be able to, I, I believe that we're going to, to get back to our normal like at the end of this month or um, in um, the beginning of June. So let's prepare ourselves. Uh -huh. Okay, so 
Now, oh yes, someone say thank you very, thank you very informative. So let's say thank you to our teaching mom, um, giving him uh, a big round of applause by just type five 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 five. Okay, and we will um, pay respect to our teaching monk by pressing nine 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 nine. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. And then we'll see uh, everyone again tomorrow. And for spending your time and effort with us here today. Okay. Bye. Good night. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for watching Daily Pause. If you learned at least one thing from this program, please click like, subscribe, and share this video with your loved ones or those in need. See you again every Monday through Friday, 8.30 p.m. on the Meditation Center of Chicago, Facebook page and YouTube. Thank you. Bye.